0: Welcome to Christ Church. The following is a homily from our Sunday morning gathering in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Enjoy. The Holy Gospel of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, according to Luke. After his baptism, Jesus, full of the Holy Spirit, returned from the Jordan and was led by the Spirit in the wilderness, where for 40 days he was tempted by the devil. He ate nothing at all during those days, and when they were over, he was famished. The devil said to him, If you are the Son of God, command this stone to become a loaf of bread. Jesus answered him, It is written, One does not live by bread alone. Then the devil led him up, showed him in an instant all the kingdoms of the world, and the devil said to him, To you I will give their glory and all this authority, for it has been given over to me, and I will give it to anyone I please. If you then will worship me, it will be all yours. Jesus answered him, It is written, Worship the Lord your God and serve only him. Then the devil took him to Jerusalem, placed him on the pinnacle of the temple, saying to him, If you are the Son of God, throw yourself down from here. For it is written, He will command his angels concerning you to protect you, And on their hands they will bear you up, so that you will not dash your foot against a stone. Jesus answered him, It is said, Do not put the Lord your God to the test. When the devil had finished every test, he departed from him until an opportune time. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Christ. May the words of my mouth and the meditations of all our hearts be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, our strength and our Redeemer. Amen. Amen. Herbert McCabe once preached that one problem with the church today is that we forget that the season of Lent is not just for great sinners, for mediocre sinners too. McCabe worries that we spend most of our time focusing on the big sins. And similarly, we focus on the big punishments God's wrath and anger, offending God's majesty, and so forth. But yet, for most of us, our sins are rather boring. They're not interesting. At least I hope they're not. The confession that we say on most Sundays talks about sins as being those things that we have done and left undone. Our failure to love God with our whole heart and failure to love our neighbors as ourselves. The majority of those things are really rather small things. It's the small decisions. For most of us, It is the buildup of the small things that disrupts our relationship with God and the church. It's not the big things. And let's be honest, the church is often to blame at our ignoring the small things in our life. Because the church often finds one or two sins that we think are more important than all the others. And we obsess over those sins at the cost of looking at the small ways in which we slowly grow further and further away from God and one another. It's important to remember that when we talk about sin, sin is not just simply those things that I have done and left undone. Sin is a power in our life which tries to lure us away from the things that we know that we are supposed to be doing and lure us into believing the things that we know we shouldn't be doing, we do anyways. We can see just how powerful this lure is in today's gospel reading. Jesus is tempted by the Satan. And one of the things that Satan does is quote scripture to him. Jesus, it says in the Bible this. So shouldn't you, you know, shouldn't you jump from the pinnacle of the temple and and prove that God can save you? And so discipline and Lent is a way in which we learn to choose rightly. For most of us, we may have chosen to fast from something throughout Lent. Maybe you gave up wine or chocolate or desserts or snacks. We're also invited to special acts of devotion on Fridays, remembering that Fridays is the day in which our Lord was crucified. So it's not a day of joy, it's a day in which we are to reflect upon the ways in which Christ suffered for us. We're invited during this season of Lent to a practice of almsgiving. We have these houses here for family promise and some tasks that you can do to uh, collect alms throughout the season. Alms is a special collection or special gift for the poor, remembering that our Savior cared for and loved the poor. It's a time in which we are called to pray On our website we have um, a little link that says grow and underneath there you hit daily prayer and it will take you to prayers that you can pray each day. And it's a time in which we are called to confess our sins, to name those small things that have slowly eroded our relationship with God and with one another. Now, some of you all may be having PTSD from your days as a Catholic youth or child, um, and, and, I, and, and I understand that some people come to these Lenten practices with varying degrees um, of, of experience. Some sit there and they go, well, I thought that fasting was something Catholics did. I didn't know that other Christians did it. The great Anglican writer, Uh, Pusey says that we need these bodily practices and that we need to sit there and sacrifice things physically for us. That in neglecting things for our flesh, that we can grow more deeply spiritually by giving up the things that we really want. Fasting and self-discipline may seem in these days a long, toilsome, unspiritual course, really, What is not having chocolate tonight going to really do for me spiritually? How is simply just not eating meat on Friday going to suddenly make me a better Christian? Yet it is in the lowliest and the small ways in which we um, find our way, our, our, our path of rebuilding our relationship with God and one another. We sit there and we want to make it these big things, but rather, much like our sins being small, so is the solution. For some of you, all this may be your first Lent, and you're not really sure what you're supposed to do, and what I will tell you this is to just keep it simple. It does not have to be complicated. This is not 40 days of rehab from dessert. (laughs) Rather, it is a time in which we recognize that as Christians, we believe that discipline, that structure is something that is actually good for us give you a word of hope here. In the reading from Deuteronomy, it's after, this is, this is in Pentecost, right? So in Christians, we recognize Pentecost as the day in which the Holy Spirit came upon us. And, and, and for the Old Testament, Pentecost was the giving of the law. And so they sanctified this day by offering gifts to God in thanksgiving. And, and, and Moses tells them, now when you go and you give this gift to God, begin your prayer with this. My ancestor was a wandering Aramean. Bless you. And many of us don't even know what an Aramean is. And this is basically just a way of saying that Jacob was our ancestor. And if you know anything about the scriptures, Jacob was not a good person of God. Jacob was a cheat. Uh, Jacob, I I I mean, he is not a hero of the faith other than the fact that the Uh, promise was handed down through him. And so when we sit there and we think that that these Lenten practices are about us being perfect, don't worry. A wandering Mian is our ancestor. This is a moment of grace for you, not a moment to heap shame upon yourself because, oops, I messed up. Lent is a gift for you. Lent is for you. So this Lent, I invite you to consider giving up those bits of yourself that cool your love for Jesus and for your neighbor. To deny those things of yourself that clutter your heart. To make room for Jesus in your life. And to make room for the new life of Easter. Amen. Thank you for listening. For more, go to ChristChurchTulsa.org and peace be with you.